Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right, welcome to today's episode of Your Daily Scrum. I'm professional scrum trainer, Ryan Ripley. That gentleman down there is professional scrum trainer, Todd Miller. We get together each and every day to try to help you, your team, your org, your friends, your family, whoever's doing scrum, do it just a little bit better each and every day. Spend a lot of time working with people over at community.agileforhumans.com. If you're not in there, what's wrong with you? It's free. Come and join us. Actually, a lot of the situations that you see on this show come from there now, including the one that Todd's going to tee up today. This is from our situation room. It's an area where we post uh, different situations, different um, little cases, and we have people respond and see how they do. So this situation room is the scrum master, the product owner, the developer, and the boss all mixed together. Todd's going to tee up what happened, mm -hmm. and we'll give it a little chat through. So Todd, what's up with this situation room? Yeah, this is a situation where you're building a new product, and it's going to be really customer-facing, and your boss comes and says, um, we're also going to adopt a new way of working. We're going to try Scrum for this, sends everybody, including himself or herself, through Scrum training. And there's a meeting set up for you and this team to get together and the boss is in the room and they say, I'm the scrum master of the product owner and I'm going to keep my tech fresh. So I'm going to be a developer too. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the scrum master of the product owner and a developer on this team. Um, and during a break, two developers come up to you and, and express your concern. Just say, hey, the, the boss is kind of suggesting something that we heard might not be the best thing to do. Uh, so you're there. You're in this situation. What do you what do you do? Is is what we, is what we asked. Yeah. So, Todd, with this situation, my mind goes in like twenty different directions. There's so mm -hmm. many things to pull apart here. Um, one that I heard that I really like. This is a, a fascinating topic to me. Is this idea of forced scrum? Mm -hmm. Right. Not a big fan of of a boss showing up and saying, "Hey, everybody, you're now on a scrum team." And mm -hmm. I'm really a big fan of 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 adopting a process, whether it's Scrum, Kanban, Waterfall, traditional, Crystal, RUP, whatever it is, through invitation. Like, hey, everybody, this is what we're going to try to do. This is our goal. These are our intentions. This is our vision. 
who would like to join us on this? Who sees a, a place on this or who sees themselves going in this direction? Who sees this as being a positive? We'd love to get you involved. For those of you who aren't, we're going to work with you. We're going to train you. We're going to see if this is still something you like. But if not, we're going to figure out what's best for everybody. You know, that kind of like through invitation rather than force or, coer mm -hmm. or coercion. Mm -hmm. Because how many times have you have you and I seen, Todd, where someone says, boom, you're a scrum master. And that person resists it forever. They hate it. They're miserable. They end up leaving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a that's an interesting call out here because I didn't even think of that angle that this boss is like dictating to the team what process they follow. Um, so yeah, yeah I, I hadn't even thought of that. Um, yeah, because like, why why are we following up? Why are we why are we trying to adopt a new process to begin with? Yeah. Right. So so maybe that's really the core of all of this is to maybe redirect the boss here and and maybe even not not focus a conversation on scrum, maybe focus a conversation on what, what were we doing in the past that wasn't lending itself to us delivering. Right. Um, and, and how are we going to make sure that that doesn't happen in the future? Maybe scrum is the answer for it, but maybe that's the way to turn the, um, maybe that's the way to turn the conversation here, approach the boss with that kind of train of thought. Right. Yeah. It's like, what are you trying to achieve? And maybe the boss gives, let's give a hypothetical answer. Maybe the boss says, you know, I've noticed or I've heard, or there's antidotes, or there's, you know, some loose data that says quality is decreased. Mm. All right, awesome. So maybe we just need a definition of done, and we don't need to go full blown, full bore uh, scrum on day one, mm. right? Maybe there's different compromises we can make, or or incrementally introduce the framework based off of what's most important to the boss, right? Maybe that's an option. What do you think, Todd? Yeah, yeah. I, I think overall, if you're a developer and you're in this in, in the shoes here, um, and two people have approached you, honestly, two people have probably approached you because you're a person that is approachable uh, in this circumstance. And I feel like if they're approaching you, they're waiting for you to do something. And I think that in this moment, um, uh, like there, I think we have a whole bunch of different options that we could take. But I feel like you need to take some kind of action here. Yep. Whether that be like try to find a way and understand why we're doing this to begin with, or Maybe if uh, Scrum is that thou shalt do Scrum, um, then maybe reasoning with 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 the boss to talk to them about the consequences of uh, being using all three of these accountabilities. I, I moral of the story for me anyway is you have to do something. You can't just sit here, yeah. Right, you can't just sit here and allow this to unfold. Whether you're being forced to do Scrum or not, I think that. I start to kind of circle back to the scrum values, right. And have a little bit of courage uh, to step up and talk about how um, this very likely could lead to um, you more of the same of what we've done in the past. Right. Can I make a quick note, Todd, about the conversation? Like if you decide to talk to the boss, just the way to approach that. Sure. I, I think, I think that would be great advice for, because it, I've seen too many times where an agile coach or a scrum master will go to the boss and, and they don't, they don't intend to do this, but the nature of the conversation is very condescending, mm -hmm. right? They're trying to, to tell this person what, how to do something better. They're trying to tell them that what they asked for was wrong. And I think this is a misguided approach. I think we really need to focus on being a good partner with leadership and management. We need to focus on what they need. So mm -hmm. why are we making this change? What, what great thing are you trying to bring forward? And once we understand that, we need to make it super clear that we are there to partner with them to help mm -hmm. bring that benefit forward and that we're going to do everything we can that also respects the boundaries, constraints and ethics yep. and morals and to make that happen for their benefit. 
-hmm. And so it's not a, it's not an opportunity to step in there and show how much, you know, or to like try to punish the manager or to belittle them or condescend. What we're trying to do is, Hey, you've got a need. I want to help you meet that need. I want to help measure that we met that need. I want to make sure you get exactly what you need while we also do some, some great things over here from a scrum, agile, Kanban, lean, whatever perspective we're trying to pursue. Does that make sense? I think we've kind of arrived on something here, Ryan, is that you turn the conversation into understanding why you're adopting a new process to begin with. Yep. You're very careful to understand that this boss uh, has a need that is unfulfilled up until this point. And you carry the conversation forward, trying to figure that out and figuring out what one experiment you can try to make that uh, to fulfill that need and to fulfill the reason why you're doing it to begin with. I'm probably not delivering. Right. So yep. I, I think I like this. I, I, I think that, um, uh, yeah, I, I think I like kind of where we're, where we're landed on this one. And I, I've never seen anyone get in trouble for trying to be a good partner and meet someone else's need. And I've never yeah. seen anyone get upset or argue with that stance. So let us know in the comments what you think. Uh, perhaps we've missed the point. If you like these activities, check them out over at community.agileforhumans.com. There's plenty of content. Todd's really good about posting new situations regularly. Lots of great conversations. Don't miss it. It's free. Come on, join us. Um, but let us know in the comments. Let us know your questions. What have you seen in the past? What have you tried? Have you run into this? We'd love to know. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. Let's show, let's bring up the end screen here and uh, make sure we all like, subscribe, check out the socials. You don't want to miss any videos. Your questions turn into videos. The community aspects turn into videos. You don't want to miss that. So like and subscribe. Uh, we're pretty big on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Todd, we're kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Some videos are going to pop up. Uh, the algorithm thinks you'll like them. We do too. For Todd Miller, I'm Ryan Ripley. Go for it. Do some good things. Join us in the community. And we'll be back tomorrow with an all new video. Take care, everybody. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and scrum on.